0: There's power in a trumpet on a hill above the sea. Power, the voice of a supporter. But it all
1: amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. there's power, one, one, one voice.
2: Welcome everybody to the Loyal Locals podcast. It's March fifteenth, 2022. I am Drew Steck, uh, your creative and artistic director for the Locals, but joined here by a couple people who haven't joined us yet in the new year, so pretty fun to have them on. Uh, We have Andrew Dyer, one of our members. What's up, Andrew? Holding it down from the drumline.
1: Yeah, not much. Uh, Happy to finally have enough scarves to have the background to to come on here. I was waiting to... (laughs)
2: It's a requisite amount of scarves, but you have fulfilled the quota and then some. You're doing great back there. And then uh, the person who supplies our scarves, uh, the person who makes sure you get yours, uh, Eileen, Eileen Burns. What's up?
0: Uh, I Director am severely lacking a scarf or kit wall, so I apologize. I'm awesome. failing in that sense.
2: <laughs> it's it's all she has. All of this stuff. So sometimes you don't have to flaunt it if you got it's it. It's in my closet. You know? I
0: just need something to put them on.
2: <laughs> right oh, it's, it's all there and and all the stuff that you uh all see at our merch tent or, or ever see out there eileen has to truck all of that around so she i think sometimes feels like she'll keep it in the box this week and that's okay i'm okay with that too uh so tonight we're going to talk about just kind of the week what happened in the last week in terms of just recapping uh, the points that happened uh we're gonna have some just discussion around a little bit of maybe merch uh hints dropping some stuff maybe hints uh and then obviously pick up with next this next week and what's happening this weekend with our upcoming match so that's really what we're going to do uh one of the things that i thought we would kind of do is just recap quickly what went on uh in the week just to kind of re you know it's been a week uh, it feels like maybe three or four weeks <laughs> since our last show last tuesday but uh last tuesday we had a show last wednesday we were told future signings were coming for the club one of those signings that was yet to be unveiled, but was unveiled to us last Wednesday, is Andrew Carlton. Andrew Carlton is a player who was signed as a homegrown by Atlanta United, had bounced around to a few clubs for different uh, off-field character concerns, including uh, just you know random things that affected his performance on the field. Uh, missing team flights, uh, forgetting his passport were kind of notable things that were in the media. Then he also attended January 6th as the rally, and that was the last we publicly had heard about this player. So obviously when that signing came out, we had prepared uh, a statement having a little bit of a hint from the club that this might be happening. Although not being told kind of the context in which it would happen, we unveiled our statement as the locals. That statement was received pretty favorably. Uh, The statement generally Uh, accepts the the idea while also believing that uh, there's some there is some big character concerns that we've seen from this player previously and something that we would like to just make sure that we examine in the open as a group while also having a belief that people can change and grow and, and that's the general gist of the statement. One of the things we like to do here is give a voice to people uh, watching and, and kind of interacting. So one of the things we're gonna do is bring on our president in the lounge after this for our members and anybody watching here live to discuss some of the details of that. But what we're gonna do is keep moving on here through the show so that we can talk about our points tonight. However, that is one of the points in which uh, people Need to understand that supporters groups sometimes work differently than the club. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute here in the show, but to keep it moving in the week, we had that Thursday. We had a call with the front office as a group to discuss that the, the response was obviously probably not what they, what they were hoping for. <laughs> when you roll out a new player, you really want some more interest than that. So, uh, what had happened was they wanted to invite us onto a call and they did with us Chavos in uh, Rainbow Oil, and, and anyone who considers themselves a supporter of this club. Uh, there was about 70 or so people on the call, various positions expressed. And again, if you want to follow up on that or follow up with the club and maybe express your own interest, they are more than willing to listen and to talk to you. Uh, and that's something that our, our leadership can help facilitate for you. So that was Thursday. <laughs> and then Friday, uh, maybe just everybody took a little bit of a breath. And Saturday, we had our first match. And that match was uh, a home opener. It was a fun bums barking lot. It was pretty incredible to have all the different banners being unveiled. Uh, we had a few different things in the game. But before I get to that, what I want to talk about is specifically uh, the the kind of beginning of that game where we had a moment with our chairman where we tried to do a chant and we weren't able to do it. Uh, and uh, We decided possibly not to do that chant throughout the week. And again, that's something where we want to have a little bit more of a pointed discussion on throughout, uh, the lounge. So again, keep joining us after this show, if you want to discuss more of that in detail, generally, we just kind of responded with a weird, uh, back and forth that didn't really look like the clean chant you see at the end of the game typically and i'll leave it and put a pin in it there a a bit just in terms of uh, of any sort of other subjective opinion but that was generally the vibe the game kicked off otherwise pretty fun we had our tifo right after that and the tifo went up uh, the tifo, and a lot of great hands worked on this we collaborated with chavos on this and so it's really fun when we can do something together as a group as a community and and i look at it kind of as a bookend to our tifo last year uh, as the person who helped kind of spearhead this and, and work on this design with Travis and, uh, and along with Chavos. And so it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome to have something like this, you know, through the game. I, I know you guys uh, got to stand under it. Was it uh pretty, uh, pretty fun to fly up the Tifo? Did you have to hit anybody was shaking? I know I did personally, but. I may have
1: kindly tapped somebody on the, on the shoulder. Um... You know it's exciting when the TFO goes up, so um, I certainly understand the urge to to jump up and down. Um, but yeah, I, I think it overall when you watch the video, there's there's a couple spots that maybe we should watch for next time. Like who, who stands there? Let's
2: let's right exactly. Make sure the the key holders are maybe uh, straight armed. <laughs> you know, show me your best stiff arm. I want to see you know you can i, lock I
0: personally can't be held accountable because i'm too short to actually reach the tifo when i'm under it i had my drumsticks up and could kind of like touch under it but for the most part i was just too t- it was over my head you were <laughs> killing that drum
2: both of you guys were, were, were killing it and it's yeah it's my arms are not nearly i can lift them during the show because i did not play drums on saturday so we had our tifo. We we got to the 24th minute, and we decided to have a show of support for Ukraine. That went along pretty well. I was pretty glad with how that that came out, and there's always concerns when you do something like this. We haven't mm-hmm. done it before, really, as a group, uh, that it would come off well, and, and coordinating well with the broadcast team seemed to work out there well, where people got the message and understood what we were doing. There is some voice within the group to generally try and do more of that, to, to show support for different uh, conflicts, and, and that we are an anti-violent and anti-war group, generally, in terms of our sentiment and our belief um so in this case a very unjustified conflict there's definitely other of those in the world that aren't just Ukraine and it's something that we do want to have a lens to as a group this is something that we just felt strongly about one of our members really took it upon themselves to create this this piece uh with us so thank you Nicole for for doing a lot of work there in terms of painting painting those I was really impressed
0: if you saw any of the photos um from that moment I I looked through one of them that showed our whole section, and every single flag was raised the right way, except for two. One was upside down, and one was sideways. Everything else was perfect, so I was really proud of us as a group for nailing that.
2: Right. It was. It, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those where you're also thinking like, are we going to do it upside down? Are going to people hold it sideways? Like, and, and we had I heroes mean, on out, there. There
1: were instructions yeah. on yeah. the very back, very um, well written
2: instructions. Great
1: job. It. So yeah. I'm sorry,
2: I'm not going to be as charitable.
1: There's no excuse. <laughs> just none
0: just in the heat right. of the moment things could happen and yeah, people are <laughs>
2: people are two or three tabs in I like to say yeah. off the old bracelet there so maybe you know I I don't know but in this case it came off well it was a great show of support and uh and, and similarly there was a uh, a moment of silence right before the end of the half the Chavos took it upon themselves to speak about the uh supporter violence that happened in Mexico and some people were not as well coordinated, unfortunately did not get the message on that a little bit. We'll, we'll work on that with them. Uh, we specifically talked about it with them afterwards and, and trying to do uh, just better coordination with those things. But it was a wonderful, again, powder keg of a first half in terms of planned activities, things like that. Right. And then you get into the second half game flows a little bit more. We have Shannon McMillan come over to one Oh nine in the second half. That's pretty cool. Uh, do you guys get to hang with Shannon a little bit? Did She jump around with you at all.
0: Yeah, she was in front of me hanging with Steve and, and Bryce, so that was cool. Nice. Right. I thought it was awesome to have her in the section, so she's welcome anytime.
1: One of the best I just smiles. The drum. I drum, can barely, I barely watch the game, so.
2: <laughs> right, you're just, that and then just people jumping around sometimes, you're trying to just keep people sometimes from jumping into you, I, I can I'm just, I'm just that.
1: counting to four over and over again for <laughs> an hour right. and a half,
2: that's, and that's, you've got to keep that keep that that beat man that is my issue that is why I can't drum uh, specifically is I'm too ADD I get too excited with the beat I, I don't keep it as well so I appreciate you keeping the beat for those of like me who Jerry uh,
0: was giving me some crap because I kept giving him like the desk there trying to stay on count and he was giving me crap because I was looking so serious I'm trying to stay on count and not screw us <laughs> up <laughs> I'm still a rookie I'm trying to figure it out
2: right it's you're trying to to keep that there and that's again that's to me the the hardest part so i i definitely relate to that for sure (laughs) because it's it it, for me does not come naturally so shout out to you guys for for doing that because otherwise i would be always looking around like where are we at in the song because sometimes when it gets muddy it is it is not good but you guys did a great job on saturday and we, we, yeah, that's, that's, we, that's, yeah. that's no accident.
1: i got to give a lot of credit to, uh, to, to Chavos and to the, uh, the Capos from uh, both groups because, um, you know, we've had, I think, two or three kind of uh, rehearsal sessions leading up to the season where we worked out new chants and, and practiced, you know, exactly how we're going to do this chant, this chant, this chant. That's why we are able to introduce new chants um, on Saturday and uh, you know none of that happens by accident. You know uh, these are people that uh, really look at the game as like, okay, this is like go time, and um, you know it, it's a lot of work kind of behind the scenes uh, that you you might not realize happens. Uh, but yeah, uh, we've we're definitely evolving and trying to become more dynamic as kind of a drumline,
2: right it's 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 an evolution sometimes you have to start and build right it all starts from the beat too it starts from that basic beat and building out from there and and how you want to play that beat so it is work it is something where thought goes into this it's not just show up and drum although we do love people to take that initiative and sometimes when you're tired you need somebody to just step in and and pick it up and and take that mantle but uh shout out nick especially from us uh, mr nick duffy for the work and and care he has put into uh, making sure our games flow in a current in a just really nice way for us in the section. So great job. And uh in terms of wheeling the team on to victory, we did that. They uh they they got ahead, they went down a goal and we're like, Oh no, we've seen this before, right? Getting one point when we should have three points. We feel like we really took it to these guys and at the last second I mean, I'm literally taking credit
1: for that own goal. I think I think right. I, I mean yeah. some of that was had to be the section. I mean it happened right in front of the section. Yeah. We were very loud at that moment, just willing uh, that that center back to just play that ball the exact wrong way, and it, it totally worked, and I'm glad that we were able to make that happen just like we planned it.
2: Totally. <laughs> the, a couple of the players afterwards even told me, uh, I, I asked them, I was just like, oh my gosh, that was such a great moment. It felt like we were feeling like willing it into the goal there. And that was pretty cool to have it happen. And uh, I think Charlie sent back, he's like, totally you did. Like it did, it matters. It's so much matters, especially there five minutes into stoppage. Like it, it matters so much. So uh, do know what we do matters. And that's, that's why we have a voice and and why what we do does matter as a group. And so in that, in that vein, Andrew, you and I've kind of talked a little bit about this. There's been a couple of events over the last week where we've, maybe felt like we have to flex that uh, independence in certain aspects from the club and, and in terms of that. And uh, I think it's a, it's kind of a discussion that we're all having internally. You're seeing it on our discord, you know, in person uh, in the group, just kind of following the match as well. Just talking about ways that we uh, are not, you know, specifically aligned with the club in terms of sometimes when there's miscommunication or when things happen, that there's a respect that's mutual, but, uh, I know you had a couple questions on that, that uh, most people are asking that I I feel like maybe I can generally answer about groups and supporters groups and why they do what they do.
1: Sure, and I think that um, a lot of it, I think is, comes from a, a place of like uh, good intent, right? Um, but San Diego hasn't had uh, a supporter, a team to support like this, to form a, a proper like supporter group. So I think a lot of folks are, you know, we're pretty new to, uh, to supporter groups. And, um, you know, they actually there is a very long history of groups, um, you know, in conflict with uh, ownership, you know, I think we've been very fortunate uh, in San Diego, with uh, this ownership group that they've been uh, kind of, it's been a very ideal kind of honeymoon since the, the start of the club. And um starting with i think wednesday's announced signing we kind of saw the first misstep and it kind of pushed the group in a direction that i think maybe a lot of people didn't know we could go to actually push back against the club in a in a fairly public way and um i I guess my question for you would be um why why is it so important to you for a supporter group to to maintain independence and what does that independence look like apart from just being on a tifo right what right. does what are the actions that actually assert your independence
2: right forever loyal though owned by no one right is is what we're referring to here which mm-hmm. is one of the core tenets of of our supporters group i believe generally in terms of what we believe and just speaking as somebody who is there at the inception of the bylaws and in, in the group it, it's one of those things where we have always maintained that this is all our own is extremely important as a group because there is times where uh the team will change. We've already seen this in the two, three years we've been here. We've had four or five different marketing directors, <laughs> I don't know, uh in that time. It's it's been a a rotation sometimes in startup football, you're gonna have just different people in the door and out the door just because that's the nature of sports generally. And the people who keep the culture, the people who keep uh specifically and what's unique in this sport is a keepers of the guard within a fan base. It's more general, it's more uh, open when it comes to possibly uh, other sports in certain ways, although it's mostly just expressed through dollars. Here in supporter culture, it's expressed through showing up, through art, through songs, right? All of this expresses kind of directly to the team what we're feeling. And so the ability to be able to say that with truth, with uh, transparency to our community, uh, that's not clouded in either a, an owned message, right, which the club is owned and the club is not of the people and is generally a uh, great ownership who has been amazing to us in terms of having a transparent and clear relationship. That is something we'd like to continue. But at the same time, to be transparent and clear for our community, we have to express when people feel a certain way. And so I think a large part of that is sometimes when we feel a certain way about a certain thing, we have to say it. Uh, Sometimes that involves a the crest on the jersey right and some people didn't understand that when it happened but part of that is, we felt a certain way so we felt strongly enough to make a certain statement about it. There is generally a, a thought process where. Some supporters might say, if not all of us feel this way, then why do we make a statement? Sometimes it does fall down to a large majority, right? And there might be a vocal minority that feels separately different and that's okay. And let's talk about that and have again, open conversation within ourselves about that. And And usually our statement will reflect that we might have reservations in a different direction. But at the same time, I think it's important to put out in words how we feel And to summate that because sometimes it's difficult for each one of us individually to explain why we might be uh, supportive of our team in an aspect, but not also feel congruent in terms of squaring that away with how we support the club. Right. Um, and that, that seemed to be the case this last week in a couple ways, but generally, uh, we've had a great relationship here to where we haven't had to push the club in those directions, but at times maybe in the future. And again, as players, you know, people change, uh, within the club, uh, you know, coaching and, you know, people in the front office will, will change. Unfortunately, all of us turn out and and go somewhere eventually, (laughs) hopefully it's the same people for 50 years, but at the end of those 50 years, they will change. And the only consistent will be the groups of people that stay with that culture and build it. So in short, That's why I believe that it's there, Uh, and I think that that's kind of been a core tenet of us throughout is to have that openness to bring in other people, bring in new ideas, but at the same time, collectively share our ideas. Uh, And and again, we are independent. We are our own uh, structure and we have our own officers and our own uh, meetings and, and all of that stuff and financial structure, right, that is all separate from the club. And so that allows us to to keep that kind of clarity in our message.
1: Eileen, I'm I'm curious. Um, I know, I know you were kind of sitting on the opposite end of the the section from where I was at, but whenever um I I think the most visible uh, example of this would be whenever um the the chairman Andrew Vasilius tried to uh, prompt us to do a chant. Um, what I mean, were you expecting that, and like what uh, what was your reaction uh, when that happened? Did yeah. you? Because I didn't realize I, that something was wrong, and then
0: I realized immediately something was wrong because i was standing directly next to nick who was freaking out about it and it's from looking back i think maybe what happened was our communication with the club representative that we spoke to about it saying that we didn't we didn't want that to happen that conversation probably didn't make it to andrew um is my guess as to how that kind of that snafu kind of happens, Right, and we'll Um, talk more about that in the lounge specifically. Nick's going to come on
2: and help us talk about that. So that's, again, why we're members and why we have the I
0: was kind of, I felt like behind me, there were people that were kind of going along with it because they didn't realize that something was wrong. Uh, Being in the middle of the drum area by Nick, um, with his reaction, we all knew, like, we're not doing this. Um, I, it was awkward for me. I just kind of, I didn't do anything. I was like, "Uh, I don't know, this is weird. Um, Obviously, the rest of the stadium didn't know that there was an issue. Um, So, yeah, hopefully it leads to some more complete and open conversations with the club about that. It was definitely a little weird and awkward. Right.
2: Right. It, and that's that's where you know you feel those spaces of oh mm-hmm. this doesn't all gel this doesn't all feel right yeah. but yeah. we need to express why that feels a certain way and where we're coming from about it and i think it's a good ongoing discussion to talk to people about why why are why are we the way that we are right and and it's a common thing throughout supporters groups that they remain this sort of uh, space because of that independence and and ability to express these ideals so you'll see it with the timbers army you'll see it with people like um you know specifically right now within their own community you'll see it in certain other clubs where maybe uh the ownership has not really treated the team well and the fan base wants to make a stand about that and so luckily we haven't had too much to say but i went to my very first
1: mls match uh in in uh december (laughs) it was the the conference final in portland and their supporter section is like basically an open revolt against their ownership it's really it's really something to see um and to kind of understand, like, here they are, like, uh, putting out a message of kind of defiance uh, to that ownership group, but at the same time, uh, just singing and, and cheering their their team on. It was, uh, you know, I was I came away very impressed with um, with how they kind of walked that line.
2: Right, and it's it it is a line to walk. It is something where we're figuring it out. This is, you know, it's I, I'd say it's not our first rodeo, but it's definitely. Um, where we're still learning how to ride, ride a bull here I should also bit.
1: say that we're not in the same boat as
2: Portland. No, that, that's, we, a, whole other that's thing. a very different situation. And it's, again, there's been many years where that has been going on versus this has been, unfortunately, a week. But we've had a few great years here in terms mm-hmm. of developing a relationship. And we know who these people are in the front office. I don't think that we have character concerns of those people generally right. and, and don't have any issue with them as people so that's where i'd say it's drastically different but it is one of those things where um there's a reason why you know you have to sometimes even with friends tell them hard truths and so that's what we're here to do but um one of the yeah one of the things i want to move move on to just so we can get to the other kind of items here in our show and then again we're gonna have a much more pointed discussion there's so much to talk about here um this is I've a good a couple, segue because we're going to get right. into
1: a lot more in the after show so um right, right. definitely so come think, in, come in for that. yeah there
2: is a fan poll from the club uh that they are conducting on their website right now so if you want to give feedback directly to the club this is one of the ways you can do that which is great you can do that again through us as a supporters group we we are definitely here to facilitate those conversations but the nice part is they have given you a form you can fill out and uh and fill out their fan poll here in terms of what's important to you what you would like to see maybe something you'd like to see in terms of, uh, you know, pregame stuff, right? Uh, all of that is stuff you can express to them directly. And again, we're going to have more discussion on that as a group, but, uh, something that is a just tool to be used right here, right in your hand, uh, right in the right moment. So, uh, go to their website and or possibly your email where you might've received this poll, uh, from the club there. And, and that is that there's also a cool trivia thing on the website. Our club isn't very old, but they do have trivia which is cool. So you can fill that out while you're there, which is kind of neat. I saw that that's kind of fun. Um, you know, what, how many goals do we score in a year? That kind of stuff. Um, you know, stuff where you're like, I should know this. I'm a bit, I'm the biggest SD loyal fan. I should know this, uh, then go and take that, that quiz. So trivia poll on the website and from us, uh, within the locals talking again about being, uh, our own group we are volunteer driven. We're all volunteers. Everyone who shows up to this show, everyone who does anything at any one of our stuff uh, is a volunteer. So thank you. Thank you to everyone who helped with painting of the Tifo, uh, setting up of the banners, getting those ready, and then obviously helping set up and take down and just operating the barking lot. So big shout out. Thank you to Eileen for operating that merch tent and everybody who helped you uh, get it going.
0: Yeah, we had a lot of help setting up the parking lot. We had a lot of help with the TFO, so that was awesome. And it's always fun to hang out too. So if you um, have some time and you want to come volunteer, it's always a good hang.
2: It's going to be way more fun if we can just get it to where like everyone lifts like one or two things, and then we all just stand around for 15, 20 minutes. That's the ideal eventual thing. So the more of you that show up, the more of you that pitch in and help, Uh, we're always looking for volunteers. And again, we'll ask for that a little later in the show. But thank you to everybody who came out this last weekend. It was really, really helpful and made my day much less stressful when my car actually didn't start in the middle of it. So thank you to you because there were so many of you, made it so much easier. Uh, speaking of not needing cars, maybe take a walk on a trail. The club uh, is specifically looking for volunteers. They're doing some cool cool uh, charity work here in Carlsbad to help do trail maintenance, a lot of you know picking up trash. Uh, sometimes it's uh, maybe moving some dirt around, some, some stuff like that. Sean Duffy within our group is our philanthropy coordinator. He's helping coordinate that with the club. So you can either reach out directly to the club or reach out to Sean Duffy. If you're interested in that, that's going to be on March 16th here. So uh, coming up quick, but 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. So if you're listening to this before then, or possibly that morning, this is 7 a.m. You know, maybe you can show up there. It's at uh, Agua Higionda. Hidionda? Hidionda? Agua Hindia, that's near you. It's in Carlsbad, the Discovery Center. It is
0: down the street from my house.
2: There you go. (laughs) so some people might be working i do know that there's a gripe generally within the uh, fan base we'd like to see more things on weekends uh obviously the club employs their players during the week and or a lot of places that are open for business usually have their employees there during the week so that's when you have to do some of this stuff possibly the case here so i do know that's something that we have told the club again is open feedback and transparent feedback we've listened to you and that's something that we've shared so we hope that there's more events like that in the future done a few river cleanups before and stuff like that it's always kind of fun you make some new friends and uh maybe new people that you can stand next to or talk to in the section so we've talked about a lot of stuff again we still have a couple things to break down but eileen part of we you know having having you here i need to ask you what's what's our merch gonna look like in 2022 (laughs) is there any exciting (laughs) hints or well
0: drew what kind of artwork have you been working on for me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I do think um, we have a few things we haven't released even yet yeah. that might, might be able to roll out, too.
0: Yeah, we have some ideas for stuff. Um, obviously, the... Main thing that we wanted to get rolled out and done in time for the start of the season was the membership scarves and the keychains, which uh, we are up to date. Um, everyone has either picked up their scarves or, as of today, they've all been shipped out. If you signed up after this past weekend's game, um, so I'm glad that we've been on top of all that. Um, quick note: if you ordered a locals kit and you haven't picked it up yet, there are about like 20 of you. I still have them. Uh, We need to figure that out. So um, I'm not sure when we'll have our next event that we'll have merch at it. The kits will be available there. If you know you don't have it and you want it ASAP, you've been waiting all this time for it, uh, we can ship it out to you. Just coordinate with us. Um, As far as new merch goes, um, we should probably have some new stuff ready to go within the next month or so. This, This year has been going by so fast. So... Right. Um, Yeah. So it's pretty much just a matter of, you know, getting designs done, ready to go. I do want to get some more ladies stuff ready to go because I feel like our women's gear is a little bit limited. Um, I did have a request for socks. So that might be something we'll look at. We did have some samples made year one, but um, the thread colors weren't quite right. So we didn't really pursue that. But um, I did have a a request from Craig Elston. So maybe we'll see what we can do there. Um, but yeah, um, I'm always open to ideas. Um, tag me in Discord if there's something you're looking for. I would love to do a bucket hat, but I don't really know if that's going to go anywhere. Right. So I, I have some dreams, but we'll see what happens.
2: Fanny packs, bucket hats, Fanny packs, a, a bum a hat. bum bum bag, as we yeah. say. Um, there's, there's dreams upon dreams. So we'll see what we can execute for you guys this year. But uh, there's some fun stuff. I think we want to do maybe some cool little like exclusive things too, that we'll see, but there there's talk of just, you know, trying to go in different direction, maybe than we've gone before. But as Eileen sure. said, it's flying, it's flying. <laughs> it's the year is often flying. So yeah. we'll, we'll definitely have some stuff within the next month or so, but thank you. Thank you for everything you do, Eileen. It's uh, always truly incredible. And, and people give us compliments anytime we're wearing our stuff, uh, out in public. I know myself and plenty of others have experienced that. So thank you for making us look good. Uh, I loved
0: seeing the, generally. um, just the the photos from the the opening match on Saturday and just seeing all of our scarves up in our section that that always like makes me super happy so yeah
2: it's it is <laughs> just it's a it's a visual where you look at them all in a box and then when you see them all in people's hands it is just something that's never never lost you know it's it's always one of those moments where you, why you do what you do and yeah uh, i appreciate that Ooh, i should also hand out a lot of those original make scarves.
0: a quick note that we're talking about doing kind of a, a like a merch blowout sale on some of the old shirts that we've had so right. keep an eye out for that as well
2: that is that is the big thing we gotta move out to, to move make new stuff, stuff some stuff yep,
0: to make room for new stuff so if you don't have your black lives matter shirt um any of the old stuff we'll have a sale on those pretty soon great
2: Andrew, any requests? You get.
1: Could... You know, I was thinking uh, some winter gear would really go over well in San Diego, a nice locals park Just in
0: time for summer, gloves. right? <laughs> hey, yeah.
1: No, I think I think I think y'all are doing a, a great job. I've been really uh, uh, with the stuff that we can get. You know, uh, I'm counting in for a, a pair of socks if that ever comes back. But all right. Uh, yeah i think it's been pretty good uh the 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 keychains are nice i'm glad we got a new one this year mine was getting a little uh uh threadbare went through yeah. so yeah. yeah
2: oh yeah and cool. shout out to uh mr 619 shorts craig elston during the game i'm that, guessing that's where his sock request comes from yeah. is that he rocks yes. those, yeah. those shorts <laughs> with the sewn in locals they're custom local shorts so that's pretty cool He's got people always creating our own their own little uh pockets you know as well I mean, he was wearing
0: group, some found. awesome tribe called Quest socks this past weekend, so I don't know right? why he needs local. It's an
2: expressive, socks. right? Like, do you want to be part of the mind hive with the rest of us wearing the same <laughs> stuff, or do you want it to be your point of expression? But I will say, socks would be cool, and I would wear them all the time, and definitely I buy several a pairs.
0: Comments using socks, so we'll definitely right. have to look into that
2: for sure. So, uh, the other major thing I want to bring up, just as a point of news, uh, again, Phoenix is next week it's not this week it's next week uh so it's pretty soon you know we're we're getting within a few days here uh you can count it in days not in weeks so that means it's close and that's gonna be happening on saturday the march 26th and people will head out as soon as thursday or friday of that weekend we have a chat group in our discord if you want to coordinate carpools tickets we got you uh the club might even got you there is more information on the discord on that Uh, But a lot of cool stuff. And if you are planning on coming, maybe if you're just going to drive independently, you're going to do your own thing. you got family to see. But you want to see if you can hang out with the locals one of the nights. Whatever you're doing, please fill out the survey that uh, Jason and Nicola put together. That's in our Discord. It has the just information that we're looking for from you so that we can help make sure to coordinate and, uh, sit in the same section, maybe, you know, pregame a little bit, all that kind of good stuff that we want to get your information on and make sure to coordinate with you. So please uh, fill out the form or coordinate in the discord if you're looking for that. So more stuff today. Um, we got a couple of What about, uh, what about
1: Saturday, Drew? What's the, uh, what's the plan for Saturday? Is there a parking so, lot or we're meeting at Coronado? What's the, uh, We have a game Saturday,
2: right? Fantastic question. Uh, The Barking Lot this year used to be, almost every game we did a Barking Lot. That was the theory for a while. What we're doing this year is a little bit different. We're gonna look to have a Barking Lot specifically only at certain matches. So it's gonna be much more uh, spaced out, if you will, than previously, probably not for the next match or the match after that. But bigger matches, things like the home opener, six one nine day stuff like that we're probably looking to have a barking lot so part of it's cre- creating critical mass uh getting enough people to make it worth getting the vendors there setting up everything so we're eyeing up bigger matches ones that aren't on sundays typically as well since that was also a sticking point for a lot of people's getting there early and roasting in the sun uh, i liked getting a little bit of a tan but to be fair by the end of sunday you were pretty pretty roasted no matter how much sunscreen you slathered on if you did the full parking lot and uh, 90 in 109. So that's what we're looking to do moving forward. But great question, Andrew. And uh, I hope everybody had a great time. And I hope that we do as many as we can throughout the year. But again, they will be a little more spaced out this year, probably every month or two, as opposed to every game. Reach out to Tom Blick if you have more interest or more information. So any other live chat questions we got running in the chat? The show's run a little long here tonight. As I said, lots to talk about. So I do want to get to the, uh, the upcoming match. But do we have anything burning on? Is there another new scarf this week? Yes, from the club, Glenn. Uh, decent question there. So that is a question that people have been asking. That is something that will be happening. Going to the match this week. Uh, we are talking about Saturday, right? At home, 7 p.m. Playing against our favorite people, slash the people who uh stole some points against us last time we played them at home, I believe. Sacramento Republic it. FC, right? So don't egg them on. <laughs> don't egg on their number nine. That's the the lesson we learned last time. Maybe just support our team and, and be positive. So that's what we're looking to do this Saturday and and cheer our hearts out and be louder than we were this last weekend. I know that everybody's still recovering a little bit, but let's be ready to go by Saturday so that we can overpower them with sound and will a few more balls into the net against these guys because we're we're gonna need those points. Drew,
1: do you know anything about the Sacramento team? Didn't they get picked by some some person to to be better than better than us?
2: I is that um, true? Unfortunately several people pick them, but one of the people who I trust who has really good insights who's actually appeared on the Loyal Local podcast before Uh, in a segment is usl tactics Uh, he does a fantastic job at usl tactics if you follow him he actually picked sacramento first to finish in the west and he loves us he actually always does posts on us but he obviously likes sacramento more so this is going to be a good game that means that if you think we've got a good team i think we do we've got some really good players this is going to be a showdown last week was kind of a tune-up this week's going to be a showdown so uh, show up for what was Previously named the Warren Darby. I think the name still stands. He, he founded, you know, both clubs. So uh, it'll be fun to fight the bear. Watch the watch the dog fight the bear here this weekend uh, with uh, us versus Sacramento. So uh, there is a lot of stuff going on in terms of, um, you know, pregame, right? Everybody's always wondering, since we're not having a parking lot, where are we going? What are people doing? Coronado is where we're at. So we'll be at Coronado Brewing from 4 to 6 p.m. More of a show up and and chill kind of spot there is one thing i'd like to mention is that the parking there on knoxville street can be a little bit dead-ended because it is a dead end and unfortunately there's other vendors there who use up some of the parking so if you're having difficulty or if you just want yeah, to roll right christmas up and not-
1: store really needs their spots and that Mart- christmas
2: store i've been going to since i was a kid with my mom i will tell you that it is a well-heeled christmas store but for the same reason they will scare you they you know, into towing your car, you can park on Morena, which is right there as well. So if you do pull up on Morena, that is a nice little cheat code to avoid the entire parking situation that happens there on Knoxville Street. But we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. They have food. They do have beer. They also have all ages uh, soft drinks. So they do have options for everybody in the family. Uh, It is not just 21 plus. It is something where you can bring your kids hang out, and then we will head over around 6 p.m. to the stadium, we will park, and then the goal is by 6.20 to make our way to the fountain there and march around 6.35. If you came with us during preseason, it's very similar formula to that. If you haven't, welcome, and let's get it rolling. So that'll be what happens on Saturday uh, in terms of our plan. And then after game, we're always at O'Brien's. So come hang out with us at O'Brien's after the match. Always a fun time. It's where a lot of the conversations we were having a little bit earlier in the podcast and will have in the lounge uh, originate and or happen in person. So if you want to be more involved in those conversations, that's the places to be. So Coronado before the game, O'Brien's after the game, and 109, of course, during the game. So. Uh, remember to have your tickets loaded up on AXS. I know that when I walked up to the stadium, it's always, oh, man, do I have to re-log in? So it's always a good idea. And then this season, they do have those parking passes where if you have a parking pass, you can park in the main structure as a season ticket holder. If you are not, then you can park somewhere adjacent to the campus or one of the outlying lots. So that is the information you need to know going into the weekend. And of course, if you want to rewatch the game or watch it live, you can see it on ESPN Plus outside of the city so uh, or within as well. You have both options. So looking forward in terms of, uh, this next, uh, session, you know, in the next week, any, any things you're looking forward to that the match this weekend, guys,
0: um, how much shorter Guido's shorts get.
1: I right. mean, can I they get, I, like I don't know if they can get any shorter, but
0: but yeah. can they,
2: I, I told Eileen <laughs> the other day, she asked me and I said, where well, there's a hem, there's a way. And, uh, We'll find out this Saturday how short <laughs> they can get. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about this in the lounge. Maybe we'll carry this over. So I, I'm, we'll,
1: I'm really interested to see this, this, uh, this Nick Moon, Guido, uh, Vassell right. connection really start to gel and mesh. And, and I hope that I, I think we saw some hints of what's possible on Saturday. Um, but I think, you know, game to game we're going to start seeing some real uh you know i think some things are going to start to happen with with, with those guys um looked really good saturday they just need to tighten it up just a bit and that just comes with uh with with minutes right so um it's exciting
2: totally it's going to be a fun game and again we're just getting they're just getting started i mean this is just the beginning of the season so we're finally seeing them against like competition and they looked really good so I'm excited. One of the other competitions we get to see him in that I forgot to mention is the U.S. Open Cup. It's on my birthday, April 6th. Get your tickets. It will be a Wednesday. We are in Carmel Valley at Canyon Crest Academy. Uh, so please uh, get your tickets for that. There is a link that the club has been sending out to people. It's also in our Discord, like everything else, in the ticket exchange. So if you'd like to find it, it is there. Uh, as well as Mr. Ricardo Campos himself, I've seen replying to people on Twitter. If you say, where's the link? Uh, the, the club president will hit you up. So uh, please come. Please join us. Uh, it'll be a birthday party. Hopefully, we blow out the candles, not Albion. So This is a high school
1: stadium. For. This is a real like opportunity right. to have like a really interesting and fun atmosphere uh for a match that matters
2: they, they will never have again right it's it's a one-off so i think in that way too it's a winner take all win and move forward you know so that there's no better advertisement than that so definitely get involved and, and grab your tickets for that one i'm looking forward to it a lot but let's jump in to the uh post show let's let's uh kind of wrap this up for everybody and i appreciate your time tonight guys and uh, we will be talking definitely about the, we are champ. We'll be talking about the statement we put out. We're going to have our president, Steve Brockoff will actually jump in and join us. And so will our capo and the st- stadium operations director and Nick Duffy. So we're going to have more detailed discussion that we're going to hopefully share with our members coming up in a few minutes, but thanks so much. I'm drew, uh, Andrew, Eileen, any last thoughts before you say goodbye?
1: No. Hey, thanks, thanks for uh, inviting me on. Uh, it's been a, a, a long time, long time goal of mine to, to force my way on here. And I'm, I'm glad I, I finally got to.
2: Hey, it's, you can't ask for better than, than this guy who's, was my bus mate, uh, one of the last trips and, and had a great time. So appreciate your thoughts, Andrew, and, and appreciate everything you do with the drum line. Eileen, thank you again for making us look good consistently. And thank you to everybody listening tonight and stay tuned for five minutes or so we'll be in the post show in the lounge. Thanks. Thank you.